All right, guys, we have another episode of the Profit Hour. Today is 12-17, and this week was a crazy week because Wednesday we had the Fed talk and we were watching it closely and it was crazy because earlier that day, you know, there was a lot of fear in the markets, so the markets were down. Right as the Fed started speaking about five minutes in, the market started recovering and rallying in a big way. And we hopped in some, like so literally we hopped in OXY, Microsoft, Amazon, NVIDIA, SPY, QQQ calls. Um, I, I took one small loss on Hood, but you know, they can't all be winners. Uh, but it's crazy because we saw large institutional buying right before the close on Wednesday after the Fed spoke. Uh, and this, the institutional buying was on puts. Uh, I believe it was QQQ puts. We saw uh, puts on the Dow Jones, I believe. I mean, in yep. Thursday, Thursday morning, we saw the same thing. And by Thursday morning, we were up literally 200% on some of our positions. So because of that institutional buying, we saw we cut all our positions for a profit. And literally like an hour or two later, all the markets came crashing back down due to a bunch of different news. But um, it's just it's just crazy how, quote unquote, following the smart money, like really paid off for us there and having just the proper risk management in place uh, was a big deal. Uh, you have anything you want to add to that? Yeah. I mean, it really like what we saw in the market afterwards. I mean, again, it has to do with all the news going on, right? The, uh, yeah. the central banks worldwide and stuff and how they're raising their tax rates and such. But I mean, wow, that was uh, not what I was expecting. Glad we were able to get out of some of those positions very quickly and be very profitable. I mean, most part, we ended up staying out basically the entire day yesterday. Uh, I didn't really see anything I really liked. We did get into, we did we did short the queues, we did short IWM. Uh, and in the meantime, it just, I, I'm still just like, wow, I was not expecting that. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a quick turnaround. I don't think we've seen that in a while where we had that huge rally and then the huge sell-off uh, the next day. But uh, like you said, we, we took advantage of it because we we quickly went from bullish, cut all our cut all our positions for a profit, and then quickly turned bearish. At the hours. open too. I mean, we were really yeah. cutting everything at the open. Yeah, uh, right, at, right at the open. Starting not to look so great very quickly. Within, I don't know, not even twenty minutes in, the big put buying that we saw was ridiculous. And then we saw what eighteen million dollar uh, short on the queues. Yep. Yeah, we saw huge. We saw huge shorts on the Qs. Uh, huge shorts on IWM again came in. So I mean, that was just a, a sign. Plus, on top of that, you had the technical analysis, right? You start seeing everything dropping. You see the, you see, you start seeing a lot of the headlines talking about Omicron and all the you know COVID news, and it's just, you know, it's kind of like a trifecta, right? You know, something's going on here. So yeah, we we cut our positions and we click quickly went bullish to bearish, and now uh, it looks like our it looks like our bearish position is paying off. And we do we say it every week: you have to be able to play both sides of the market. You think it's technical analysis and news is showing you it's going to look bullish the next week or so? Bullish. Then you you swap it around and go bearish. You got to be able to play both sides. You can't just do you know all calls and all call debit spreads every single day, you gotta be able to play the put side of it too. I think it's also, you know, it's important to mention, like we trade a lot of options, but we also, majority of our portfolio is stock, right? So right. on these big dip days, like we're taking a lot of our profit from the options and putting it into some of the like high value stocks that we like, like Apple, Microsoft. Go shopping. 
you know, oh, yes. index fund, like, you know, long-term stuff that's really going to make us the most money. You know, options is nice. It's going to give you, they can give you a quick pop, right? And you can make a lot of profit in the short term, but you know, it's those high value stocks that are really going to, you know, the high value long-term stocks that are, are going to make you the most money over time. Um, so, you know, we always keep that in mind. Uh, so some of the, you know, some of the other stuff we talked about literally on the podcast on Tuesday, we talked all about biotech, right? And how biotech has just been screaming to the upside. So we we actually talked about Johnson & Johnson, Pfizer. Why? I think I literally said this last week, last time on the podcast, I'm like, you know, everyone's trying to figure out what to do against inflation. This was before the Fed talks, right? And then even afterwards, what's the best thing? We discussed gold and how you would actually lose money if you would invest in gold yeah, yeah. Uh, or just done nothing. And I mentioned biotech, is it is it a hedge? And biotech rallies around this time. I mean, look at a stock like Pfizer. We've had this since we started buying big in this, in this since the, the 40s range. And look where it is now, look what it's done. Uh, since we since we talked about this stock, I mean, this thing went from from just when we mentioned this uh, from fifty four dollars to sixty one twenty five. That is insane. And I saw them actually buying the sixty three dollar calls um, coming in on a large institution buying uh, earlier this week as well too. And look at Eli Lilly. I know Eli Lilly bounced off the news as well too. But I mean, look at a stock like that. And and what else? I mean, even if, even if you got into those positions from what we mentioned on literally Tuesday, three days ago, Johnson and Johnson went up five dollars. Pfizer went up five dollars. AbbVie went up almost ten dollars. It's I mean, look, look at all these charts. It's the same story. It's a rocket to the upside. So it's just, you know, it, it's it's one of those things you got to have the proper risk management. No what's a good hedge against the market. And I think that was a great point you brought up last week. I mean, I think is, listen, you look back at the charts, right? When COVID first happened and biotechs, it recovered very instantly. If, if anything, it was like quick dent to it and they shot right back up. Right. Um, so yeah, you know, you want to make sure you invest into really well-known ones, reputable ones, right? Not these smaller tech one, uh, biotech ones. Um, ones that have been around for some time, right? You look at something like Pfizer, right? That's so much cash from from the vaccine, right? And able to start acquiring these new companies, other companies now, right? And it, it's, it's, it's incredible. I mean, I think you need to be in the biotech sector to be diverse and, and be buying these stocks, especially something like this with a great dividend. Uh, this is why we love it, right? Dividend that it pays out. It's amazing stocks been around. They have so much, so much going on in their pipeline. And not to get too lost in that, let's talk other stocks, right? What, what else are we looking at now? Now that we see opportunity here, right? With, uh, I mean, there's so, so many tech stocks, at least, are trading at a discount, right? Yeah, a Just, lot are. Viridian. A lot. We, we shorted Viridian, so this should be fun at the, at the open. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we, so, we shorted so yesterday, yesterday at like 3.30, we hopped on a phone call with each other and we're like, man, there's a lot of put buying on Rivian. And then we see, you know, the, you know, the technical analysis and we were like, yo, we have to, we have to play some puts through this uh, earnings. And, you know, anytime we play earnings, we know it's, you know, super high risk. So we're not putting 50% of our account in the play. We, I think we literally did like a half a percent of our account in this play. Um, but they lost, I think like $12 a share somewhere along that those lines. And I mean, it literally went from 110, it's pre-market a hundred. So, 
I'm sure we're going to be looking at a nice hundred percent at open, which is going to be nice. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, the, the, those are, those are always fun. We probably do. We probably do one of those every few weeks. We don't, we don't go too crazy with the earnings plays, but those are, uh, those are exciting to get into. That's for sure. I just feel like the stock is completely overvalued from where it is. hundred, what is it? I mean, we're just trading at 110 before we shorted it, but come on. I mean, like, like if the car's not even out yet. I don't understand they have orders and stuff like that for it. But what was it the other news that it came out that it won car of the year? Like, come on, yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's you know, I mean, you could already see. Look at, it. I mean, it opened when the uh, IPO opened. Look at this thing. And when it went all the way up to 180, tanked all the way back down to 106. I mean, yeah, I was fine. I was fine with shorting this one. And it looks like it. Uh, it looks like it paid off. So. That was a lot of fun, but moving on the rest of the week, man. What what uh what other stocks are you looking at? I'm looking at short. I'm probably looking at shortening some more. Uh, <laughs> shorten some more over the next week. It looks like uh, I haven't really picked exactly what stock uh, I want to short, but uh, you know, I want to. Well, I also want to wait a little bit, you know, because we discussed this earlier, right? Awesome. Everyone's freaking out about which I don't understand this, right? We're freaking out more about the variant, right? That it's it's causing more of disruption, right? As if we didn't yep. already know um, how much more transmissible it was in the Delta. But yet now we're freaking out when we start seeing hospitalization rates and everything going up and obviously it causes a disruption to supply chain and all that. I mean, yep. how are you freaking out about this now? Like, you know what I, I just don't well, it's, but it, it, I think- it's crazy because we've seen, <laughs> dude, we've seen this. I feel like, this year we've seen this not no exaggeration at least 10 times ton of fear comes into the market because you know a new strain comes out a new variant whatever you want to call it fear comes in huge sell-off a few days later a week later people realize okay it's not you know the variant or the strain isn't as bad as we thought and the market really rallies and it's <laughs> it's literally back and forth non-stop so i don't know how long this time it's gonna last um, so, I mean, we'll see, but you're right. I think we just let the dust settle, keep some of the positions we're in, sit on some cash just in case things do go south and then uh, see how it goes from there. Channel. Right before we end though, can we talk yeah. about the killer week that we had though? I mean, yeah, we, I mean, we talked I mean, about it in the beginning a little bit, but I'll dive. I, I'm, just, I'm just like, I'm just looking back to some of our plays and oh my God, like what we had two losses and it was it two losses. I mean, yeah, two losses and what we had like 15 something plays. That we were in, if not more, 16, yeah, 18, was, I mean, and what, like minimum, like what, 50, 60, 80% gains? We had one that one that went up to 300% gains? I mean, what a fucking week. <laughs> I, I know, it was, it, it was insane. And the craziest part about the week was the positions we were in, we held for like a day. It wasn't like we were in long, like, you know, holding this thing for a month, it was, we entered a position on Wednesday and we're out Thursday morning. <laughs> you know, like no, I feel I feel like we rode the roller coaster up and down every single day. I mean, again, we we say this over and over. You have to be able to play both sides, right? You get so used to playing one side, and then or you just or you end up sitting out, right? And it's it's like why when you can make both money sides, you know? And then I know some people yeah. that don't even hedge on their portfolios. Like, why would you not do that? Protect your downside and make money on that, right? That's a, that's why we sometimes play the SQQ. Sometimes we do puts on the uh, major indexes. You know, there's several different ways you can do it, but we could talk about it. You know, we could dive a little bit into the hedges next it's week. All in the Slack too. So it's join okay. that. Exactly. The link is in our Instagram bio. So make some money this Friday and we'll see you guys next week.